All right, well, anyway, welcome back to the Retro Breakdown. Uh, it's been two days since our last recording session, it's but you don't week. know this. It's been a whole week. It's been an entire week. It's, it's, it's been multiple weeks in Dokapon. That's true. It's been multiple weeks in Dokapon. So there, there, that counts. You know, it's weird because I... I don't want this to just become the Dokapon podcast because we've talked about it quite a bit as we've gone through it. But I was expecting this to take like many, many months, even possibly through to the to the end of the year. And we're like moving at about a chapter per stream. Well, yeah, yeah. Like per session. So like it almost feels like we are moving up to a, you know, end of the tunnel type of thing. And I'm becoming more confident that we could actually do a, a second game even. If we do, I w- what I would like to do is is set up a a set of rules at the beginning like, uh-huh. that that we all have like like a you know how Risk has challenge cards, mm. and since the scoring the tally system at the end you said is like Mario Party anyways for stuff, yeah, we should just add our own stuff to it. Just the house rules, yeah. Well, and it could be things like you win by um like mastering the most classes or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, or you, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff that the other people don't know what you have. Or like, uh, it could be like a, we could just set a completely separate outcome where it's like, uh, first to hero. Right. Yes. But I think it would be fun if, I think it would be fun if people don't know you have it. Oh, so we all have like secret objectives. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Or you're like, you are a hitman. And your job is to kill as many of the other players as possible. So maybe people think that's what you have, or maybe they think you're just being an ass. <laughs> that's like, really fun, actually. So I think we could come up with a bunch of those. And yeah, then a little like modifiers. Right. And everyone knows what's available. Like everyone knows the possible things. And we could put on like a big spin wheel with numbers and then no one mm-hmm. actually sees what you get. And obviously you'd have to be true to what you got because there'd be no one to... <laughs> you could like switch it midstream and no one would know, but that'd be dumb. And I don't think any of us would do that. Right, right, um, right. Because that I think that would add uh, a fun element to it. I don't know. Yeah, I could see something like that. I would say I will say that, like, I think that there is. There is enough to the game where, like, playing it through a second time with knowledge of what actually happens in the story mode is already enough of a is already, like, enough of a, a variation over a first playthrough. Oh, yeah. Because first yeah. playthrough, you spend a good portion of the game just kind of feeling it out and figuring out what everyone's doing and how the game works. And then we're at the point now where we've got a pretty good idea of what the structure is like, which can completely change the way that you start out. Sure. And, like, totally change your approach at the beginning of things. So, like, a, a second playthrough just with knowledge of what the game is and how it works is already a pretty big variation. But throwing a bunch of, like, secret objectives and, and house rules on top of it could be even more wild. Well, it could just be simple things or something. I don't know. But that that'd be some, that would be fun to talk about. It's such a big game, though, that, like... It, like, you could play it through a second time and probably see a bunch of things that you never saw the first time. It would entirely I think about depend. how obscure and weird it is to get the show ticket. For, like, an entire class is blocked behind, okay, so you have to, you have to go into this optional cave area and uh, do the slot machine at this amount 
and then like the secondary roulette at the top of the slot machine has to hit this thing and then you get a ticket that you bring back to the castle and then that unlocks a secret class yeah no it's i agree i think that the the thing is if you don't have so for instance i wanted to try out the other classes but i'm not going to bother because right, there's right. just a good chance that someone else just takes it anyways right. right and if you like if you are spending a bunch of time trying to unlock those things everyone else is doing like more long-term beneficial stuff in the game. Yeah, and so there's it's kind of like well why why bother? Yep. What's yeah. the point of so so yeah, there's lots of other things you can see, but unless there's more reasons for other people to do it, I don't see why anyone would. Cuz like mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, it'd be fun to go try and unlock the robo class." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not going to bother going through that dungeon to then just have it taken away at the end." Like that's right. eh. like that doesn't there's no incentive to it. So I feel like a second playthrough, unless everyone's like, yeah, I want to go explore that mountain dungeon in the sky dungeon. There's yeah. no reason to do any of that unless you have some sort of incentive. Do you I wonder I mean? if one of the things we could impose is like a forced side quest completion. Sure, sure. Yeah, or, or even change how we use Darkling stuff, right? Yeah. Like, so... I purposely stayed in last place because I was like, I'll just be Darkling again. That seems fun. So yeah. I didn't do things that would maybe make sense. Or even as Darkling, <laughs> I did like questionable decisions, right? I mean, so, you like you should have thrown away my shield. Yeah. And instead I just Which is like my only good piece of equipment. And instead you just shaved my head. <laughs> you shaved the rubber duck off of my head. <laughs> so I mean, so there could be decisions like that too that kind of that that we that we force get around in certain ways. I don't know. There, yeah. there there'd be ways to add incentives to make it fun, or at least like, oh man, we're all trying to become the Robo class because the first person to get the Robo class gets something, right? Yeah. Like a bonus at the end. It doesn't even have to be you win. It just you give whatever arbitrary, however the tallying system works at the end. Because mm-hmm. I think that would increase the chance of everyone being like, yeah, let's go see to the dungeon, or oh, the first person to get to the bottom floor of the the lava cave gets a bonus, right? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or like everyone has to like, that's what I was saying about like forced side quest completion is like, yeah. okay, so everyone has to go do this in the yeah. lava cave before they can pursue the chapter objective or, or, or something like that. Or it's like, there's four, like, there's a couple of those and then you spin the wheel and you have to, you know, you we don't know what yours is, but right. maybe you have to get to two of them and then someone else has to get to a different one or something like that. Like that could make it sort of, it would still have the kind of the random chaos of the game. Yeah. Um, But, but then it would force people to be like, well, crap, I've got to maybe get, or like, I don't know, you have to unlock a special class or something like that, right? Like, I don't know. Somebody has to, or, or or everyone has to unlock one of them. So everyone's trying to at least unlock one type of class. Because then then that would that would just add that incentive to be bothered. Because if we play it again, I'm not gonna. Uh, I, I doubt I would go look for those things. Yeah. Without some sort of incentive to do it. Yeah, because it doesn't. It chances are it's not going to help me win. Right. Directly. Yeah, I think that is probably the the core flaw with Dokapon Kingdom is that there is a bunch of really interesting stuff that the structure of the game actively disincentivizes you from going after. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like adding some adding some guardrails that sort of like lead you to some of those things makes a lot of sense. Yeah, cuz it or or it's a different way of playing like, oh, there's teams like 
these two people are together and these two people are together. So then it's right. working. I mean, whatever. There's lots of ways to. That's if they did release it on Steam and there was mods, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I could see that being very, very active and, and changing a lot of the game. Or if they just released a new version or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's ultimately what I think everyone hopes is that the uh, the re-release hits enough uh, hits enough wallets that they're like, oh, hey, there's demand for this. All right, let's make a new one. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. But that's anyhow, what else are you up to? Um, I there was playing. something that you said you wanted to talk about in the last session, and then you were like, after we finished recording, we were like, wow, that was a really long one, and you were like, I didn't even talk about blank. Final Fantasy 16. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was I was I'm not going to say too much about it. I don't I don't have a lot of great things to say overall. And oh. it's well it's just really you, rough. Do you remember when okay, do you remember when Final Fantasy 13 was released and there is a story vaguely. going around that uh th- that the the team they they made a whole ton of art assets, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Well, what do we do with these?" Mm-hmm. And then they kind of like glued them together and like made a story based around what they had. Like, I have no idea how true that is, or if it was just something that went around, you know, making waves because the story was kind of disjointed. That right? Is, yeah. Final Fantasy sixteen feels like that to me, where I see. they have they have all this stuff, and it's kind of connected. And and the story that's there is whatever, but there there's some just massive. I won't. I don't want to go into too many details because it's still new. But there are right, some yeah, yeah. like glaring plot holes that you know it makes like I don't know. It makes Lost seem like a coherent story. The Yikes. The, the TV show. There, there's yeah, just no. Some I know huge, what you mean. There's like some huge problems. I'm like, well, <laughs> this is so silly. And then the story that's there is more or less slavery's bad, right? Which of course, it yeah, is. that does seem to be a guiding principle. Which not like not that I disagree. Yeah, of course. But, yeah, you know, yeah. it's been I feel like that issue has been litigated in the past. We don't need to really revisit it. But I mean, th- there's some really weird moments where there's like a dramatic scene where somebody loses their power. And then in the next, I don't know, maybe maybe like two major scenes later, they're, they're doing it where all the, you know, the Avengers assemble. And that person uses their power in that scene to assemble. I'm like, well, I thought their power was just taken away. How are they doing that? Oh, God, it's, man, I that is one of the most un, like and I don't care if it's if it's a game or a movie or TV show or whatever. Yeah, like one of the most annoying tropes to me is like, oh, they had this power and now it's gone. But now it's back before they actually deal with any consequences of it. Yeah. Well, and, and then then it's just written like the power is gone again. It, it's so weird. And, and so there's big things like that. Or a character knows this person because it will make an interesting cliffhanger, but they don't ever explain how that's how that person would know what that person is. And then it's such a huge, it, it's such a huge moment when the character, because you as the player obviously pieced it together way earlier, figure right, like they're yeah. like, well, that's what that person is. It would have been impossible for that other person to have ever known what it was, aside from the fact that it made an interesting cliffhanger. And that, I I cannot stand that style of writing. Yeah, uh, the combat's fun. But I mean, if you're going to play like an action, I, like if you're going to play an action game, just go play an action game because the RPG mechanics see, suck. This is what always bothers me about like I always every time I see like a sort of career RPG developer and they're like, and now we're making an action version of it. I'm like, but are you, though? 
I think so. Like, the final, the Final Fantasy VII remake did a pretty, f- I thought, an okay job of kind of towing the line between the two. Yeah, this this feels like they just wanted to make an action game. I mean, so there, there's I crafting mean, fifteen in it. felt like that too. True, there, there's there's crafting in sixteen, but it's so useless. I, mm. I mean, like genuinely useless, like to the point where you kill a boss and that thing gives you a material and you know it's going to be enough to make the next weapon. You don't have to think about it. Like you just you just make the next. So they yeah. should have just given you the weapon, right? Or or it yeah, automatically yeah. upgrades or something. It's it's crafting I've is hundred percent like useless. I've heard there's like an almost Diablo style loot system that is also useless because you're, I mean, you're just yeah, bombarded you're, with your rare, your like ultra rare legendary tier thing from the last part of the game is leagues worse than the new you know regular common thing that you just get in the story. Well, so it's it's even weirder than that, because so you make a weapon that, you know, it's a good weapon because it came from the boss. And then you get to the next story mission and you just buy the green thing from the the vendor. That's fine. Like uh-huh. that's that doesn't really bother me. But it's weird because you're constantly getting materials like yeah. everything you kill gives you like a horn or a, a cloth or a, a skin or whatever. Right, some right, other, right. Some skin. That sounds weird. Um, I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. but, we call and, it and, a hide, Tom. Yes, it's yes, a hide. I, apo- I apologize. That 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 skinned skin, mm-hmm. um, and but there's no need for it because you're just going to have enough to make the thing you need anyway. So who cares? Right. It it's right, a right. it's a, just a total afterthought. So there, there's there's it's a bummer because I really want to like it, and it's it's even strange too because the super cool cinematic moments are often not as cool as they could be for some or like they're drawn out sometimes where you're kind of like yeah all right let's get on to the next. Scene. yeah <laughs> yeah like and that's the worst feeling ever when you're doing something big and epic and there's a part of you that's kind of like yeah I'm, I'm over the big epic part yeah it's, well it's <laughs> it's it's a pacing issue right right exactly where yeah. it's like you have to you have to know how long to linger on this big epic thing before like it sort of normalizes and you're looking for the next like escalation or conclusion right of that right. thing but Square, like, the Final Fantasy team in particular has always had this sort of fascination with its own design. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, no, 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 no. But really, we designed the hell out of this. Look at how cool this is for a really, really long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I They've, they've been doing that basically since 7 and arguably earlier. Yeah, I mean, even you know, like when you think about how long a summon animation takes. That's and then, what I'm primarily thinking of. Because then in 9, they're like, this takes too long. And so they just cut it out completely. It's like, well, okay, that was weird, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where then it becomes like a random event when you summon something. Right. And sometimes it's a, a long one. Sometimes it isn't. It's it, I like I think that 10 did it OK, where you have like the, you know, you have the really long, like minute long summon animation. Yeah. And then after you've seen it a couple times, it's like, okay, here's the short version. It's done in five to ten seconds. Can you pick? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a menu option where it's like, I want the truncated one, please. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, to me, that makes sense. Show me the thing coming out, doing the attack, and then the numbers come up, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's good. I, yeah, I like that. And, and to be honest, that's not like... If it was just that, I'd be like, okay, I'm being way too critical of this video game. Right. <laughs> like, I know it's me. But there's so much more to it that I'm just like, eh, eh, I don't know. It feels like it's just going to, it's going to just be a 15 where, so yep. it's, you you know, 
uh, I was playing. I was like, wow, I think I like 15 better. I was like, no, I'm not sure if I liked 15 better. I think it's just nostalgia at this point. So it somehow feels better because it's in the past. It's like how 13 feels like a better video game now that it's 15 years in the past. And it's like, yeah, yeah. that was a pretty okay video game. And then, you know, it really wasn't. But it's if you actually that, get back hands back on with it, it's like, oh, I, I, I forgot you, like, it felt like this. Like, I could play 13 again and I'd be like, this is exciting because now it's in the, the nostalgia memories. Right. I've thought repeatedly about going back and playing it as it stands now as like really one of the only Final Fantasies, like at least mainline numbered Final Fantasies that I haven't played. I, I like I played a lot of 13. I, I didn't even like it, but I wanted to get all the trophies and all. the And then I got all the achievements on Xbox. So I've I've 100 percent of the game twice. I mean, at this point, I've played more 14 than I've played 13. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you played it. You, you did a couple streams of it. I did nine streams of it. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> I, a couple. Let me rephrase a couple gameplay streams. <laughs> there was only one that was like partially Mahjong. <laughs> and then there was like seven that were a lot of talking and walking around a massive city. Oh, yeah. No, like, yeah, if you're if you're like considering that not gameplay, like. Boy, I don't I feel like that game played me <laughs> more than anything. And now, like the the end result of that is like, but you like, but that that's because the Realm Reborn sucks, though. So you have to get through the entire base game and into the expansions and then it gets good. And this is like, man, this is the Everyone, same shit I heard about 13, where it's like it, it gets good after 25 hours. <laughs> Everyone that plays an MMO tells people that do not like their favorite MMO, that it gets better later. Yeah. Let me tell you from having experienced a lot of MMOs, it never gets better later. You Ever. just you just get numbed to it. You either like it or you don't. End of story. I think that's true for almost every video game. There are very few video games that you get into it and 10 hours later, you're like, yeah, wow, now it's a good game. You, you have you're, you're you have the you know, you are now just a prisoner with a dilemma. I will say I, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen where like I'll go the first five or ten hours in a game and I'm like, I don't know. This seems pretty flat to me. And then once I get to a certain point and it starts to open up a little bit and I have more options, then it's like I, I had that happen with Fire Emblem, actually. Where like the first few missions are kind of on rails and I'm like, this is really like more straightforward than I want. Like, sure. I, yeah. I want like a little more class diversity. I want a few more things to do. I want to be able to do like skirmishes and side missions and stuff. And it's kind of just putting me on rails for the first four or five missions. But then it's like once it opens up, it opens up. Yeah, sure. I get I, I suppose there are some games that really shift. But a lot of times it's because your perspective changed too, yeah. or something else. Happened I, I do you're... think that has mostly to do with it. And like really in the case of Fire Emblem, I knew what I wanted. Because I'd come from three houses and I'm like, I want I want an equivalent of like running around the monastery and talking to people and fishing and cooking and, you know, giving people gifts and doing these little mini games and this, that and the other. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I think, well, because it's sort of if you buy something or if you've decided you're going to invest your time in this <clears throat> You have to decide. You 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 do get to a point where you're sort of like trying to decide what is worth it. Mm -hmm. Do you do you stay? Do you keep playing it or do you move on? 
do you justify it? Like, do you have to have a reason for why you stop? Because that happens too sometimes where people are like, hmm, I don't want to play this game. I can't just say I don't want to play it. It must be because it's bad. Right. It must be because and it, instead of just being, ah, it's not vibing with me at the moment or there's I'm missing something or the game is missing something that's hooking me. Right. Yeah. And, and in the case of uh, Fire Emblem Engage, it was like, I know exactly what I'm looking for because previous games in the series have had this mm-hmm. and I'm waiting to get to that. And it's not giving it to me yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like and I'm starting to doubt whether it's in the game at all. And that's going to make me sad if that's the case. But then you get to a certain point and it's like, oh, it has the stuff that I expected. Now I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, once once it meets those all of your needs, your 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 yeah. perspective can change. Yeah, it it checks more of the boxes that I had on the on the on the list of like wants for it. Whereas and, and like then, if you're going into something more blind, you don't really know what you're expecting necessarily. And mm-hmm. so like you don't have that checklist of things. So even if it does start adding things to it, they don't really have anywhere to go. It's like, okay, this is more, I guess. That's good. Sure. Yeah, I think it can change to th- the the big caveat to this for me would be a game that involves an enormous amount of strategy or thought. Like yeah. there's a ton of systems in play. And mm-hmm. if you're willing to break through that, then the then your perspective can change, right? Right. But right. that that does take a unique either individual or instance or something to grab you and say, I want to do this. I think mm-hmm. the vast majority of games that are successful are successful because they're fun almost immediately. Right, like, right, right. Interesting. Right. Something grabs you like, wow, I want to do this. And that that's why the, the opening of a game is important. I think that's partially I think that's part of what made Final Fantasy VII successful is that the opening of the game is cool, even if you don't want to play it afterwards. Right. Like it's neat yeah. to be like, oh, what's happening? There's this, you know, music's playing and then you're on top of a train. And, yeah. and then you're fighting stuff. You have, the, like, like, you have this happening? really cool FMV showing the city that looks really dark and sort of like futuristic, but also kind of grimy. Yeah. There's searchlights. There's like a helicopter going around. You're like, whoa, what the hell is all this? Yes. Yeah, and then, you're, and then yep. you're this dude with spiky hair and a huge sword riding on <laughs> top of a train. Right. And that's just cool. And, and six, six does something similar, a, a slower paced, yeah, like, introduction but still like wow what is happening in this world as you're kind of marching over the you know the mode seven yeah you think about like playing the first five final fantasies right which are all like very very steeped in magic and mysticism Mm -hmm. and like a very like D &D style fantasy setting yeah yeah like traditional fantasy stuff yeah um and then you open on final fantasy six and you're in a mech suit yeah walking through a snowfield yeah, like it's a complete tonal shift. And and that would be a that would be like one of those whoa. <laughs> that's like sweet. what even is happening right now? Yeah. Yeah, and I think like we don't that, think about it now because there are a lot of final fantasies that deal with sort of like almost like magical steampunk style like aesthetics. Well, like it, I would, it got, I would argue even 7 does it. <laughs> it's it's if Final Fantasy got to the point where people were just happy that it was going to be something with like you know knights and and magic as opposed to uh futury stuff mm-hmm. and it's it's like so then that became the shift and i think that's part of was the excitement of 16 is that's like oh look at this it's kind of going back to that yeah we're going back to classic fantasy yeah yeah i mean i thought it was i was i was on the fence if i cared or not and the aesthetic is cool I like I like the aesthetic and all that stuff, but there's just there's just too many other pieces that didn't fit for me. I like that this game actually stars adults. 
yeah, after you get into it, they are they are in their twenties. <laughs> no, they're in their like their thirties. I like I will take twenties. Anything that's not specifically fifteen is fine. <laughs> no, the the you are everyone is older in this game. It's it's like the main character. I mean, because there's always the old uh, the old person on your team. Oh yeah, but, the the thirty the thirty two year old grandpa. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's not quite like that. <laughs> I'm know, just saying that Oron is thirty five. No, he's ancient. He's thirty five years yep. old. He might as well be dead. <laughs> he's thirty five years old, and he was one of your father's guardians. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Wasn't wasn't Cloud like 20, 21 or 22 or something? He was like an old uh he he was like an like an old protagonist when it came out. Yeah, actually 21. <laughs> it's weird to think cuz cuz I did laugh when so they don't the the voice actor for in 16 there's there's you play as young Clive in the beginning of the game. Yes. And it's like, this dude does not sound like he's 15 or 14 or whatever he was supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> like, it sounds like they took the same voice actor from his grizzled adult age <laughs> and was like, maybe a little less edge. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like, that's not a real complaint. That's just funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like, it takes a... I, I've heard good things about the voice acting it, in any the voice Final acting Fantasy game with voice acting. The voice acting is generally very good. And yeah. I include 10 in that. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, listen, the part that gets a bad rap is I supposed know. to be dumb. It's literally <laughs> it's literally cringy, forced face fake laughing on purpose. Yeah, 10 had 10 had great voice acting i think maybe not great i don't know it's been a while since i mean I everyone it. everyone like accuses titus of being whiny but he's whiny like he's yeah, supposed he... to be whiny like he's a he's a privileged little shit with daddy issues who is who gets isekai to a world where he's not a sports star yeah and, and has he's just to, like, dead yeah <laughs> but then he gets revived it's fine it, uh, it's very confusing yeah. Do you remember? Did you remember hearing about that? Have we talked about the uh, the like Final Fantasy ten two like novel sequel? the novella? Yeah, yeah. that's super weird. <laughs> that is we, about we, how Titus kicks a blitz ball and it turns out to be a bomb and it explodes and he dies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's some weird stuff in that. Yeah. But anyway, like I. I I would argue that, like, in every Final Fantasy game with voice acting, the voice acting is generally considered to be, like, top-notch. Yeah, and just the like only it always possible good. Black Sheep is 10, which I think is also actually good. It just gets a bad rap for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, it's... Even if it doesn't hit the same heights as, like... I think 12 is, like, a shining example of, like, oh, yeah, this is... This is, like, A-A-plus casting. Yeah, I, I, ten tens was I don't remember it. Like I mean, I played it when it released, and I remember not caring that much about the story. But I was still I still liked all the voice acting. Yeah, like, I, I, don't know, I was it was neat. But of course, that was also because it was new. 
Like it was like, whoa, this game has voice acting. Well, yeah, PG. That is certainly a big part of it is like, oh, wow, there's, you know, they have people saying the lines now. Yeah. Yeah. Which which I I appreciated because I'm a I'm like an average speed reader. So, yes, it was nice. Same. I don't mind reading. I, you know, but like me neither. Rather notably, I waited to play Disco Elysium until it had full voice acting. <laughs> and then for a couple of years after that also. Yeah, right, yeah, right. You were letting it age a bit, you know? But like seriously, I started playing it before they had everything voice acted and like it hurt my throat. There are over a million words in that script. Wow. It's like twice as long as War and Peace. <laughs> That's nuts. And, like, you don't see all of them in one playthrough, because a lot of that is, like, branching paths and things that you don't get to see. But, like, yeah. at first, they only had, like, some of the main story sequences voice acted, which means that if you were streaming, it was on you to basically read aloud the entire novel yourself. And having voice acting in it means you could just kind of sit back and listen to it and comment on it. And that's really nice. Yeah, it's way better. I mean, without a doubt. That's way more comfortable. Hey, are you looking forward to the 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 Shantae Game Boy Advance game? I think it was Game Boy Advance. Wait, hang on. Yes, no. yes, the we can, talked can, about this. The canceled one. Or I talked about yes, 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 absolutely. I was like, I got confused because the first thing I thought of was RZ, <laughs> which is the uh, which is the spiritual successor to the Zelda 3DI game or yeah. 3DIs. Nah. Yes. <laughs> I tried to say CDI and 3DO at the same time. So it turned into 3DI. Yeah, the the someone is doing a uh, a basically like their own take on the Zelda uh CDI games. And they're calling yeah. it RZ and I honestly am excited to play it. I think that's cool. That, but that, yeah, that. like a new Shantae that is an old canceled Shantae sounds really cool. I'm super interested to see where they go with it because the first Shantae is like really weird in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a it has a lives system like it's a like it's a classic platformer. Yeah. Yep. Um, and pits that you can fall down and lose those lives immediately. Which yeah, is weird for a Metroidvania. Yeah, because is the first is the first Shantae still a Metroidvania? It is. Or is it, it like it's it's a very loosely defined one, but it's still ah. like you have to go to places and get powers that unlock new areas. Yeah, that makes. I sense. don't, and, and some of it involves backtracking. And, oh, really? And go, yeah, and going to areas that you've already been with your new powers. Yeah, I've I've, I've not played any Shantae games. But within that, it also has like very straightforward left to right platforming areas with, you know, with pits that you can die in. So yeah, it's that's different. That is a different design. Yeah. And I'm curious if this was like their direct follow up to that, which presumably it was because like Shantae came out at the very, very end of the Game Boy Color's lifespan a year after the Game Boy Advance came out. And even had a Game Boy Advance like enhanced version built into it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so I'm assuming if there was another Game Boy Advance version of it, it came like very closely after. So I'm I'm very curious about 
if it's more in that style or if it moves more in the direction of like Risky's Revenge, which is more of a uh, it's more of a what is the word I'm looking for? It's uh, it's a more traditional feeling uh, Metroidvania. Yeah. OK, OK. I wasn't sure if that's where you were going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think or, or I mean, they might even change it up so it kind of fits in line with it right like uh, they could do whatever they want since it was a canceled game <laughs> that's true that's true like it, it could be it could slide like the later games like risky's revenge and especially pirate's curse definitely fell more into being like more traditional is not exactly the word i want to use like it's just like a more like meat and potatoes straightforward metroidvania okay yeah like it's just it's just doing that formula pretty much to the letter um, but I mean, honestly, uh, for all I know, maybe they would like lean more into the platforming aspect. Maybe it's actually yeah. more action, action platforming based rather than, uh, skill gathering. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what it is. You know what else I'm interested in? Is it, is it, is it a, is it a pull or no, a, a bracket? It's a bracket. Hit me. After after break. Yes. Right. <laughs> Alright, cue the music. We're in there. This week we've got E.T. versus John Romero's gonna make you his bitch. Ooh. Well, that's that's a pretty this is, this is a solid matchup. This is. This is actually really interesting because this is like this is the the matchup between two like historic and embarrassing gaming failures <laughs> with really fun stories behind them. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Like, E.T. has the, you know, it has the six-week development cycle and the and the, the famous landfill, which turned out to be real after years that it was after years of assuming it was just a rumor. Um, you know, Somewhat that's... blamed for the entire video game crash. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what people like to to point at because it's 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 the most exciting thing to point at. Right. It like the the crash like it was a number of factors, and I think that a general lack of quality control in gaming in general contributed to it. Whereas like you guys are just putting out trash and asking us to pay fifty dollars for it. And, like, some of these games are not even completable, so no? Yeah, no, E.T., it's, it's, it is not E.T.'s fault. It is, it is the E.T. Is, a, e. e. is the symptom, not the cause. <laughs> it is, it is the biggest casualty. Yeah. Whereas Daikatana, protracted development cycle, um, you know, big name John Romero behind it, embarrassingly cringy marketing... Well, and apparently he didn't even want that as, like, the marketing thing and stuff when we, when we talked about it before. I Yeah, like, didn't we talk about... So we played the Game Boy Color game, which was actually good, which adds another layer to this. That's what I was going to say, is I, the, the losing... <laughs> ah, man. Yeah, this is a really hard one for me to decide, because I'm not picking it on either of their game merits as video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This no, is, it's, it's is, all about which story gets to survive. This is purely the cultural aspect of it that is enjoyable to me. Because even even the Game Boy game was okay. It was actually pretty decent. But the reason it's fun is because it was, um, 
we found about we found out about it because of that random tweet that was that was like, hey, we yep. found the or was it him? Did he just dump? I his... think I think. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was if it was his tweet or if it was someone reporting on his like blog hey, or this? something where he yeah. talked about doing it. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like he just made it publicly available. It's like, oh, my God, this is cool. Like so yeah. that 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 adds. I don't know. So the whole I, like the whole idea of um, the whole idea of like this unreleased, actually decent prototype game coming out of this otherwise completely malaligned, uh, you know, shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 a similar story to Symphony of the Night on Gamescom. You know, the original Symphony of the Night kind of sucks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then. <laughs> and then the true version (laughs) the true version on the tiger gamecom saved the franchise right 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 exactly exactly imagine i think i'm gonna settle this okay i think i'm gonna settle this et is a great story it's historically important to the video game industry we love talking about it it's kind of settled and now it's not that exciting anymore however daikatana Superfly don't used. Superfly don't you? Yep, done, done. Case closed. I think. I think. I don't remember what they're going to be fighting against, but that's going to be hard to beat. Yep. Superfly don't used. <laughs> I literally don't even remember if that's the exact line. It's like something like Superfly don't. I think it might just be don't use or something like that. Yeah, but it's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it win. sticks Easy. with me, even though it didn't stick with me. <laughs> it stuck with you just enough. <laughs> I just remember that the line is wrong and bad and hilarious. And that's all that matters. <laughs> Especially since he was trying to use like a gun or something like that. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's like something. It, that's the other thing, too. We talk about like the, the actual mistranslation of it being funny. But the funniest thing about it is that it's something he absolutely should be able to use. (laughs) There's no reason he wouldn't be able to use it. It would make like if it was a katana, then it would make sense that he couldn't use big katana because maybe he's not trained in that. But I feel like Superfly could pull a trigger. (laughs) I think he's good at that. Yeah, there's there's something he could. I don't know. He just he don't use. That's all I know. Real talk. Like, I think that. Okay, yes, that's funny, and I like. I don't mean to like take away from that, but um, I think the existence of the the prototype Game Boy game and it being actually good and interesting in some ways mm-hmm. makes that the game that I want to keep. Over. And it's more recent. <laughs> like it is, it is absolutely more fun because it's newer to us. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I'm, I'm, I'm with good that. with that. Yeah. You know what I'm not good with is fucking Kid Chameleon. No, you know, F Kid Chameleon. I, okay. I I don't, I don't know why I hate this game so much. So when I played it, it felt like I was playing a game that wanted me to spell stuff. Like, (laughs) 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 like somehow the blocks, like there's the P on it. 
And I was like, God, I feel like it's going to ask me to spell things by hitting the right order, like the order of these blocks. You I mean like it's an edutainment it. game? Like you're playing Rex Ronan Experimental Surgeon? You're going to yes. have to like answer quiz questions? Yes, that's what it, it, that's how it controls. That's how it feels. That's just a mess. It's like someone just took this game, like took a bunch of games like, yeah, we don't really know what we're doing. So we're going to just kind of put in all of these mechanics that work in other games using their six, like their systems, but without understanding how they connect because it's so slippery in such a bad game to control the maps are a nightmare like yeah we got teleport systems but (laughs) they might teleport you anywhere like there's there's no saving there's like an endless number of levels and then the ending is just like you did it 103 levels like of nothing of trash and it's if if, so i think if kid chameleon was like i don't know 20 levels it might have been an okay video game and they tightened everything up if it was 40 levels it would have been reasonable because some of those levels are really short well, I'm, I'm only saying 20, so that way they had, you know, way more time to make everything else more fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, changing the maps. Like, Yeah, so I think we, we talked about it when, during the 45 minutes while I was playing it, because, like, hell, I finished it. Um, I did not finish it. I, no. No. I refuse. Yeah, d- um, dude, I got to the part where, where, where you, you're, you're a knight, and it's, like, the third stage and you get to a wall that's kind of like a dead end. You're like, what am I supposed to do here? Oh, yeah, you, I got stuck there, too. You hold the button to climb. And I was like, oh, OK. So I climbed up. I, I climbed into the spikes at the top. And I was like, F, I'm done. And I just I turned it off because like, OK, that that's was your, this, that was the breaking point. huh? Because I was like, that's what this game is going to be. And that's what I remember quitting as a kid. <laughs> I, I remember I, I feel like I had like a I had like a core memory unlock when I hit that yeah. wall. And I was like, <laughs> I remember walking around this area and not knowing what to do a lot because here's the thing like we talked about this a bit on stream during the time that i played it um kid chameleon has some interesting ideas to it the idea that you have all these like different power-ups based on like what helmet you're putting on and you kind of they all like let you sort of transform like that could be fun Mm-hmm. And even the way that they handle it, where, like, each ability has a different, like, they have a different special ability, but it also changes some of your, like, basic movement and stats and stuff. And then they have their own health bars, and when you run out of that health bar for each stat, you go back to your, like, normal state. That's all fine. Um, But you hit the point where it's like, well, the game doesn't really go out of its way to explain to you what each of these things can actually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, well, and that's, it, that's... it would be different if each ability was just like, oh, yeah. So there's a special ability button. Mm-hmm. There's your there's, you know, there's jump. And then there's, I think, just like a basic attack. I don't know. I almost I've already forgotten. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. There's three buttons. There's three remember. buttons. One of them is jump. One of them is speed. Yeah, speed, speed, which is literally just like the Mario run fast button. Yep. Um, well, and then there's, then the, you can, you can combine speed and the start button to use those diamonds that you collect, I didn't which is even, the only reason to spell things. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And you have to, you have to, you get one diamond at a time. Oh, it's, it's awful. This game, you talked about a core memory unlocked. I did not have a core memory. Do you remember, do you remember in Phoenix, right? Those like psych locks where yes. like, there's like chains and it's like a memory that you want to just keep locked. In yeah, 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 yeah. 
that's what happened to me. I had one of those happen, but then their face, like the anime face, it's all like normal, but then it gets like something distorted and like crazy looking. That's how yeah. I felt when I when I climbed up that wall. I was like, I hate this game. Yeah. I, I remember hating this game. I, I re- so what I was getting, like, I remember, like, it's not just that it, it would be fine if the abilities were just like, oh, you've got a different attack type or you've got a different ability. You've got a shoulder charge and it breaks blocks like mm-hmm. Wario. Or you've got a now you've got a sword slash or you can throw things or whatever. And the button just does that. Right. But then all of a sudden you get to uh, you get to like the night and you hit your special button. It doesn't do shit. (laughs) And it's like, okay. (laughs) And then there's other like passive abilities that you aren't aware of. Like, oh, you're in armor. So certain types of blocks that you walk on or jump over will break. Yeah, that don't normally. And it doesn't tell you any of this, and it doesn't give you a safe place to find out most of the time. It just makes you figure it out on the fly. And the worst version of this is the place that you're talking about where you're in that waterfall stage, and you get the night helmet, and then I guess what you're supposed to learn is that the heavy suit of armor makes you able to climb sheer rock walls Yes. by not holding... You remembered that wrong. Mashing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mashing the oh, button. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. Holding would actually have been better. You know, yeah. My apologies. But no, you have to mash it like you're swimming. I didn't I didn't mean to make Kid Chameleon a better video game. Yeah. How dare. So it like in and of itself, it's not a terrible mechanic. No. But the combination of you are trapped in this space until you figure out you can do it. Which yeah. it's not an intuitive thing to figure out at all. No. And then they, again, don't give you a safe place to figure it out because you climb up for a little bit and then it's a spike wall or a spike ceiling. Yeah, I got Sonic and I was like, oh, down. OK. All right. When they, when, they, when they Sonic me out of my spin balls when I was like, I had enough. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Sega gonna Sega. <laughs> I mean, this was the Sega Technical Institute, which we had a lot of fun talking about like two years ago. Yep. And... You know, they did work on Sonic CD and they had a lot to do with Sonic 2 and all this stuff. And so it doesn't surprise me that they, they thought that putting spikes at the top of a a wall you're climbing up rather quickly is a good idea. Yeah, it's so I say there's 103 levels and there are. Um, I think that if you are like if you are, there are some optional and like bonus type stages. Yeah. So I think the minimum number of stages you need to get through to actually finish the game is something like 51. I'm going to I'm going to send you an image. Oh, God. Is it like is it like the map of. No, that's just the box. This is this is the selling point of Kid Chameleon. Wow. A hundred plus levels. Eighteen hundred and fifty plus screens. (laughs) Whatever. I don't think I've ever seen a game. Whatever that that's that like that is not something that a normal person be like, huh? <laughs> what do you? I don't like, think I've ever seen a game try to sell itself based on the number of screens in the game. No, maybe sh- like maybe it was more common back in the Atari age where it was like we have three different screens. I maybe because I, like normally because you know the alternative was like well you've got Space Invaders, there's the one screen. Yeah, maybe because I know like Defender was a big deal. Because it would scroll. Sure. Okay. But this isn't Defender. This is like 1993. Yeah, something like that. I don't actually remember the year. But 93 sounds right. I it also, know, like, 
Okay, so if it were like a, a sort of grid map-based game, if it were Smash TV, right? Then screens could make sense. Then screens make sense. Because there's like, these are all different, like, parts of the map that you can go to. It would be or like... Or like classic Zelda dungeons or something. Right, it'd be like saying Mario Brothers had a certain number of screens. That's weird. Yeah, like, this game scrolls. <laughs> like, yeah. it has, like, uh-huh. continuous levels with scrolling. So, like, it's not an individual screen. Are you Are you talking about, like, if you take a single... Like how you built it on the computer is what yeah. it was. It was the output. This is the second technical institute. And they're like, well, look how many screens the computer is saying we have. Let's put it on the box. Yeah, it, it doesn't translate to like a real world thing because the game isn't screen based. Oh, it'd be it'd be like talking about the number of polygons in Final Fantasy 16. It's, that makes actually more sense to me. Well, but not now, right? Because it's the same evolution where, where you don't talk about it anymore because it's an obscene number of polygons where it'd be like trillions of polygons. Like, OK, now you've lost my like now it's it's beyond what makes sense. Yo, you so, remember like five, ten years ago when they were trying to make teraflops? A thing? I, was, I was just about to say the ter- <laughs> that's exactly where I was going to go next. <laughs> I still don't know what the hell a teraflop is supposed to be and nobody cares. I, it's, it sounds like a, a dinosaur exercising. I'm not really sure. Oh, man, that's really good. I like that. <laughs> Actually, I kind of do it know what they are, but it's more fun to pretend like we don't. Um, so, but I legitimately it, don't, but I don't want you to explain it to me. I'm this is something to. I prefer to stay ignorant on. Absolutely. Uh, so, no, Kid, Kid Chameleon advertising their number of screens just yeah. adds to how stupid Kid Chameleon is. You know what else is stupid about Kid Chameleon? He, he is the box art of the, 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 the internet picture where it's the dude surfing on a keyboard that uh-huh. says internet. That yep. is Kid Chameleon. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't I, know. That's exactly what I was going to say. Kid Chameleon is the dumbest thing about Kid Chameleon. Like, the <laughs> character. Yes. It is the, like, it reminds, did I ever show you, I, I did a, a Cusa Grande match where I GM'd and I did a Bad, a bad Street Brawler, which is the Power oh, yes. Glove game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like the dude on the cover of that pushes this guy for like, which one is cooler? <laughs> I don't. I mean, and then like, like it the the story of the game doesn't do his image any favors either. I mean, there is almost no story. It's just that the metaverse accidentally <laughs> created an enemy. They're like a, a super you. boss. Thank you for reminding me that the the enemy here is the metaverse. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the that's the that's the only truth of this character is way cooler than Kid Chameleon. Yeah, right. <laughs> the dude on Bad Street Brawler is actually cooler than Kid Chameleon. At least he's got sweet lime green hair. I, I so okay. I will say Kid Chameleon has a very Genesis soundtrack, which it sounds good. Like it's, it's, fine. it's 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 a very it's a catchy if you like the sound of the, when you think of Genesis music, pop and Kid Chameleon, the soundtrack, and you'll you'll get the Genesis vibe. I think it does. A, it's a nice job. I like. I it. am unoffended by <laughs> the, the soundtrack of Kid Chameleon. And, and I really like I do genuinely like the idea of all the transformations. I think that's super cool and rad. And I think it's fun that they have their own health bars because that can do some like I could see some fun if, if, if a, a real video game would have would would utilize that well. Yeah. So 
those that idea were the 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 document that they wrote down like wouldn't it be neat if this person could transform into different stuff yeah, yeah. that's sweet then they just lost it everywhere else they, yeah they did, it, like they just, it's it's a game that falls apart i think primarily i could overlook the if the game was fun then the dumb character would actually like it would like underflow like gandhi yes. and civ 4 and yes, actually yeah. become cool it would be cool again yeah, and, and I, I can't tell you, I've never played a platformer that, that I felt like it was, I, I had the distinct feeling of it being, of it trying to make me spell words. It, it was the weirdest thought that came to my head. I was like, this is what this feels like to me, that I'm, I, you want me to spell crap, and I don't like yeah. it. It's, and it's, not in a fun way like Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> yeah, like, you're true. not spelling Kong in every level. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's just, it's just a bad experience. It's a bad, you're going to have a bad time. Like, like this, this is, this game, is what, this, this game wants about. you to spell radical. Yeah. Yeah. But it wants you to only pick it wants you to only pick up the right letters. <laughs> like there's going to be like a no, there's going to be like a to... Q in the stage and you have to avoid it or you'll take damage. <laughs> yeah, that and there's only one letter and the game they just forgot to put the rest of the letters in. Yeah. Like that's that's that is the game design of Kid Chameleon. It's a spelling game where there's only one letter and you get penalized for not spelling the word right. We should be really, really specific here and say that none of the mechanics with spelling or anything that we're describing right now is real. No, none of this is actually in the game. It's just vibes. It's just how I felt when playing it, because it just felt like it felt like a shovelware, like it, it controls like a shovelware title in that. In it that. feels like a PC platformer. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, a yeah, 90s yeah, yeah. PC yeah, platform. It actually it actually controls with a controller like I'm using a keyboard. Yeah. It's and wild. like the way there's like way 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 too much momentum. Yeah, you are just a freight train if you yeah. if you press in one direction for, you know, half a one second. second. Mhm. And then you stop and you're like, "Okay. I mean, hell, this game the has The whole game might as well be on ice." <laughs> I, I, I shudder to I shudder ice to think, levels. I was going to say I shudder to think if there are actual ice levels with there being a hundred of them. I bet one of them probably throws some ice at you. There's probably 20 levels and they're just repeated. It's entirely possible. I'm So the, 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 the I do know that there is like a some variety of levels. It's not all just crappy platforming. I did get to one that was like a, a Super Meat Boy type level yeah, where it, it had like the. It had like the grinder wall on the left and you had to like go through the stage fast enough before it catches up to you. That's neat. It was really hard and it took all of my lives and I was like, I'm going to keep playing until I until I game over. <laughs> and I got there with like all of my continues and like three lives and lost everything on that stage. OK, I, I, I think it's cool that they're trying something different. I, <laughs> so it's, it's interesting because we were talking about the Zelda CDI games. The, the, we were a bit ago and i was saying to you how after learning more of the history of how they're made and and reading the interview about the guy who was behind it i was like wow i have a new i have a new appreciation for what these games took to create even though yeah. we look at them today and it's kind of a mess but there was a lot of pressure not just from you know getting the the ip right but also from phillips and how to use the cdi like they were they were not mm -hmm. allowed to do certain things because Phillips was like, well, no, that's not new enough. It's not if people are going to think it's going to look like it's got to look fancy, like all the stuff. Yep. So I don't want to I, I it reminds me that I'm not trying to just rag on Kid Chameleon because, you know, it's fun or whatever. Like I'm, I, 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 I want to I want to 
remember that real people did make this and they really thought yeah. it was probably a good experience. So I don't want <laughs> I don't Which want brings that. us to the credits, actually. Oh, man. God, I forgot. I forgot. Real about people did make this game. Yeah, they apparently you know. at great personal sacrifice to themselves and their and their, their and their, their families. Wives, or I think they I think, yeah, I think it says specifically wives because it's like our wives lives and something like they make a little rhyme with it. I want to uh, I want to say I don't remember what it says because I did look up the ending. It's like, oh, is there is there an actual story to this? No, the dead kids fall out of the machine at the end of it. And yep. you're congratulated for it. GG. <laughs> it also said something to me about the time that, because they were like, our lives, wives, and, you know, the Sanity. sacrifice of all of it. Sanity, yeah, that's what it was. And a part of me was like, well, I, there's there's women on this team, and maybe they have wives, maybe they don't. But it's interesting that you just went with that, because you're like, well, we want to have a rhyme. It's fine if we're putting people out of, like, if we're, it's, it's, it's just a reminder of how, um you know, not uninclusive game design was then. That's I mean, true. It still is to an extent, but that is true. Cause like the, I mean, okay. So clearly everyone who was on this team was like a straight man. Yeah. I think the credits have some women in it. I could be wrong. Well, let me look. Cause I'm looking at it right now. It says, and now the people who gave up their lives, wives and sanity to make this game a reality, the Sega technical Institute team. Yeah, and look at look like the first four. We've I think got are all a, men. Yeah, we've got a we've got a Hoyt, we've got a Rick, Bill, Graham. What's the next? We've got a Steve, a Mark, and a Bill. There's a BC, which it's unclear, but you know looks potentially masculine. Okay, yeah. Um, Craig, Allen, Judy. Oh, got a Judy. There's a Judy. I guess Judy, maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe Judy gave up her her, her wife. Yeah, wife. absolutely. Yeah, that's I'm, 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 and a Brenda. There were two women, at least, who worked on the art for this game. Yeah, it's it's and it, that's I don't know. And that's the whole credits. Actually, there was like 13 people. That's a lot of people for the I mean, for the era. Yeah. I mean, like Super Metroid was was made with a team of thirteen people. <laughs> I mean, there were five people on the art, which says something. <laughs> I don't honestly think the art is bad. No, it's it's. Average. I mean, considering it's super like, average. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of different sprites that it has to render as your main character because, like, you don't just put on a oh, hat and get no, new that's powers. Fair. Yeah, the art's like your artist. whole your whole like main character changes head to toe every time Actually, you get a new power. To be honest, my when I was when they announced this and I was like, Dean, let's play this game because I was the one that suggested we play it. You and were. Uh, what I remembered was the neat transformation art. Yeah. So I guess the art is the best part. I think that's I think that's fair, um, except for like the actual design of the main character, which is I mean, just you, really 80s cringe. It's just the ultimate 80s, early 90s. He's got like he's got sunglasses and like a sort of Brad Pitt, like a a sort of a Brad Pitt, like brown hair swoosh. He's wearing jeans and a white T-shirt. He's got his white tee. And the the point of the whole like point of the game is that everyone likes the everyone loves this new arcade game. 
that does hologram metaverse shit, but then it becomes sentient and like starts beating people in real life. And, and no one can beat it except for this badass who will not be defeated. Kid Chameleon. No one's cooler. No Literally one's cooler. the coolest. <laughs> but like, I was struck because I, I looked at the final boss because someone was like, hey, look at the end credits. And I was like, oh, that that feels bad. I don't like that. <laughs> um, but like, while I was playing, I got like the knight and the samurai and some kind of weird, like mutant football player. Oh, I became yeah. a tank at some point. Yeah, the tank's cool. And I then there's, I, like I, a, there's like a mini, like a, you can become a fly. Yeah, I, I I go to the final boss battle and there's like this weird red and pink superhero like Sentai outfit. And Sweet. you become a fly, and I'm like, how many powers are actually in this? That's actually kind of impressive. And like the cyclone thing, yeah, that's kind of neat. I don't know. Yeah, how you I do don't it or even how know how many powers there are in this. And like, that's actually kind of cool. It's just that none of them are fun to use. <laughs> that's really the biggest problem, and it's a pretty big problem. That that is, it's, it is. It really is a game that comes down to execution. There is stuff here that could have worked just fine. Some of the level design sucks, but some of it is actually kind of interesting. Um, the the core idea and the 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 range of different powers that you have and what they do is interesting. But the way that they're introduced to you and the way and what they actually do and the way they control sucks. Mm -hmm. It just if it just felt better to play. That's all it comes down to. There's a lot of elements here that are redeemable, but it feels bad to play the video game. And there's no coming back from that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 great. Because like, sure, the, the levels, the maps and stuff could be way, way better. But if it was fun to play, I could even forgive that. Yeah. If it felt good. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't feel Kid Chameleon doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm.